This episode is brought to you by the letters A, F, and B, the numbers 1, 8, and 4, and Eddie's Noisy Pants. You're listening to the Action Figure Blues Podcast, episode number 184 for the week of Wednesday the 2nd of September 2015. I'm Scott, and with me tonight are... Ben. Eddie. John. This episode is brought to you by Modern Brick Warfare and ActionFigureBlues.com. Tonight, our toy of the week is the DC Collectibles Lois Lane Bombshell Statue, and our discussion topic is another installment of Toy Dilemmas. Everybody, how are we? Spiffing. Spiffing. <laughs> very good. <laughs> okay. Very yeah, good. yeah, just very good. Well, the spiffings win. Um, ben, you were spiffing first. You're, you were spiffing before anyone. I'm spiffing? Yeah, let's face it. So, what is the source of your spiffingness? Oh, pretty uh, mixed bag this week. The highs, the lows. The lows where I had a tooth removed. Ew. That was some. Um, yeah, it was pretty ordinary, I have to say. It was one of the big molars at the back that um, had a huge crack in it that he just he fixed. So that was taken out and uh, it's rather barbaric, actually, yeah. using pliers and yanking on it. And <laughs> you, you know you're in for a fight when your, your dentist sort of you know, yanks and yanks and yanks and drills and cuts and yanks and then stops almost as if to take a breath and goes, gee, you've got really long roots. So, yeah, yeah, I'd never have guessed um, Viola yanking. But, um, no, the week got better as it went on. And uh, we're in my household, we're in that period of the, there's about seven birthdays in eight weeks. So, um, um, Miss Six became Miss Seven recently. And, and the twin Miss Fours um, become five on Tuesday. And wow. Because there's two. Two weeks between the birthdays, we um, we had sort of the, the party today after lunch, but in the morning, just as a, a family thing, we went and did the um, Build-A-Bear, which was uh, a yeah, lot of cool. fun. And I got, um, yeah, I got wrapped right up into that because, of course, all the girls are choosing their bears and their outfits and all that sort of stuff. And they're going, come on, you have to get one. You have to get one. I'm like, oh, do I have to? And I ended up getting one. So, what you get? Oh, okay, I'll give yeah. you a hint. You ready? Chewy. That's a good choice. <laughs> Very good. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> so which My Little Pony is that? <laughs> this this is um this, this is actually a full on um Chewbacca wow. plush, and uh, he's huge. Um, very impressive, actually. I didn't realise they actually. I thought it was just you know bears and that sort of thing, but uh, no, they have uh, numerous licenses, so you can do oh, yeah. uh, Han Solo, uh, Darth Vader, Leia, Luke, um, Obi Wan is in Alec Guinness Obi Wan. So, oh yeah, wow. but it was a lot of fun. Yeah, good stuff. But now I'm exhausted. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. 
people have like kids' birthday parties there, and you see people with mm. like you know fifteen, twenty kids all making a bear, and I'm like, wow, you guys must be like made of money. Oh yeah, they yeah. they see you coming a mile away yeah. because the bears aren't that expensive. But by the time you get the outfits and the shoes oh, yeah. and yeah, absolutely you know, gold adding carrot gold tiaras and yeah. crap like that. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the girls actually pointed to the limited edition um, bear that was a hundred dollars, and say, like, "No, sweetie, let's go over here and choose one." <laughs> so the other spiffing, Mister John, how are you? I'm great. I um, actually a couple weeks ago I was a guest on the Fanholes podcast with Derek and Tony, and oh. uh, they were really great to me. Excellent. Cool. Not got too to great, to I hope. Nice. Got the recording. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I got to record a uh, episode for their Toku Thursday series, so um, mm. uh, that was kind of fun. They 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 were they were really nice to me, but kind of like smelly, right? Like not as good as us. Like, no, yeah. they're nice. They don't well, provide free you know, beverages uh, or anything. <laughs> yeah, but because 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 they record later, they had adult beverages. So you know. Oh, oh, come on. We have adult beverages. You can have adult beverages while you're recording with us. It would just be yeah. in the morning yes, for I, you. Have you not heard the story when I tried the uh, um, Kahlua in the uh, cereal in the morning? I <gasps> fell asleep before 11. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> describe my work day. It sounded like <laughs> yeah, a good idea. That's right. Yeah. I call that Tuesday. It's an up-and-go flavor, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, um, Eddie, you were only just very good, so you're last, but how are you? I'm very good. Very good means great. I'm <laughs> great, apart from my dating life, which uh, I was speaking to Ben and Scott earlier, that uh, that was not a uh, good night. Um, no? shall not be talked about on this podcast at okay. all. So um, did you it, turn up for your date or not? I did. Even though not being enthused, but uh, let's just say it's, well, I was going to say it's $60 I'd rather have back, but that actually makes it sound even worse than what yeah. I intended <laughs> it to sound like. Yeah. Um, it it was a uh, date with someone who turned out to very much not be my kind of person, uh, uh, shall we say. Do we okay. need crying uh, game music? <laughs> <laughs> that That might have made it better. Um, okay. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, see now I'm just digging a high. It was just uh, no no. Tell us more, please. To talk yeah. to shall yeah. we say? Okay. I don't want to take it in any other words or. Okay. Um, I'm just leaving space so you can dig a bigger hole. Like I yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> no, I was just thinking because the the way I was standing, it's like oh someone's going to think that I'm saying something about like their body size or their race or something, and then I was like ah oh, I don't want to. Say because she was a racist drugo, okay. Um, thing, yeah. but it's that that one. <laughs> that one is that yeah. okay? Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, man, editing my foyer, but I was just like, oh, it's going to sound worse if I don't say yeah. it, but I don't want to say. Yeah, it. no, and for sure. Yeah, Ra- racist racist drugo works for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it qualifies. But I mean, you know, huh. you know, you could have could have done like the Seinfeld <laughs> thing and just said like, you know, she had very small hands or you know something. Ah, uh, yada yada yada. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> Scott. Yes. How are you? Mm-hmm. I haven't talked to you in a while. I know. Um, I'm good. I've been, you know, all over the place. Work's crazy, but good, which is great. But um, we are 
because we'd known that this was going to be a kind of crazy month or so, we're super organized. Um, so full on, but good. Um, I had one of those really funny parenting moments tonight where, um, eldest is going to a, a costume party tonight. So, you know, big deal, like, you know, got to get ready, got to get youngest to do my hair. Da, da, da. And I said, well, mom's going to take you because, you know, I'm making dinner. So just make sure you're ready by this time. Then half an hour before they're meant to be leaving, I come out. I'm like, oh, what are you doing? And she said, oh, I just, I'm, I'm making a cake. I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm, I don't understand how. And this is like, you know, my super organized so I'm like, so you've worked out that you have time to do this. I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, why are you making a cake? She's like, I, I don't know. I just felt like making a cake. And then she left. <laughs> she was like, okay, oh, just make sure you take that cake out of the oven. I'm like, are we allowed to eat it? And she was like, yeah, sure. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it is, I'm, I'm eating it right now. It's very nice. <laughs> yeah, it was just one of those really random things. I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, I just thought I'd make a cake. <laughs> did, did you frost it at least? No. No. Was there frosting? No. It's just a it's just a, you know, plain kind of pound cakey vanilla sort of thing. It's quite nice, but um random cake. But yeah, no, <laughs> I'm good. Random cake's about the most exciting thing that's happening to me at the moment, so that's a good thing. Um Yay. I I meant to say, not having been on the show last week, how much I enjoyed the Conan uh toy history. Well done, guys. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I thought it was great. I mean, it was very entertaining to listen to, but also um, I think pretty comprehensive, very informative, some good little insights there. So I really do enjoy those segments, especially when I can listen to them. It was good fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, very and, nice. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to the return of another popular uh, segment here on the show tonight, which is toy dilemmas, which means that John's cooked up some um, crafty conundrums for us later on, right? Wait, I thought you were making them. Oh, awkward. <laughs> okay, well, we're, we'll work that out between now and then. Well, that would be a dilemma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I see what you did there. That's right. So uh, you haven't prepared uh, for the segment that you suggested when the host asked you about it, do you throw him under the bus on air or do you, <laughs> mm. we'll get to it later. Yeah. But we've got a lot Maybe to do. With pants. <laughs> we've got a lot to do between now and then. I'm never living those pants down. I'm a, that's just what's going to haunt me. Yeah. That we can help it. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. No, you're never going to live them down. Can we get a new co-host so we can make fun of him and I'll no longer be the newbie? That'd be good. Um, Let's get a girl. It time. takes six months. Too much boys. Too much boys. Yeah, <laughs> too much boys. We don't want to let an icky girl into our podcast. That's true. Cooties. Yeah. Okay. Well, before we offend, you know, we've already offended our racist druggo um, listeners and our <laughs> yeah. yeah our noisy pants wearing listeners so before and our girl icky girl listeners um we love you girls you're not icky at all um yeah so before we offend anyone else i think we should probably do some articulated news mm. <laughs> do you want to offend more people then we've we've got time no i'm good okay all right let's do the news 
Kenner. It's the Star Wars mini action figure collector's case. Action figures sold separately. The collector's case holds 24 Star Wars action figures, like Stormtrooper, R5-D4, and Snaggletooth. It comes with two plastic trays to keep them in. Or you can turn the trays over and display all your figures in action poses. You can pack up Star Wars action figures and take them with you. The Star Wars mini action figure collector's case. Action figures each sold separately from Kenner. Well, as always, we start with a bit of news. This isn't all the news. It's just the things that caught our eye this week. Or maybe they caught your eye and you suggested them at our subreddit, which is afbpodcast.reddit.com. And Ben, you have our first items of news this week. So over to you. Thank you, sir. Um, We've mentioned a few times now a little company called Mondo, who are probably better well known uh, for their T-shirts. Um, and they are branching out into action figures. And this week, they branched out into something pretty darn awesome. And the pre-order for their new 1-6 scale Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle figures um, went up. And uh, they look pretty darn amazing. So the first one to go up was Leonardo. And uh, he's now available from a few places. If you're after this figure, you're probably better off just going straight to the Mondo site because they offer um, quite a few options. Um, these look fantastic. These are the Eastman and Laird Ninja Turtles. They've got that um, very early sort of that first appearance look and feel um, to them. Uh, and the fact that they're nearly 11 inches tall uh, is pretty awesome. So they're scaled quite well. Um, now, they retail for Leonardo is up first with a pre-order price of $150 US. Um, but if you go to the Mondo site, there was a, uh, a limited edition version, which you can only get from the Mondo site. I think that's um, actually sold out already that comes with a, a piece of shredder. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> these are great. They come with <laughs> multiple swap-out pieces. Um, so you've got a whole bunch of articulation in the 1-6 scale, I think 25 points plus. Um, you actually get swap-out heads, so you get the traditional uh, red bandana for those of you who want uh, the four red bandanas, um, but you also get a swap-out head that has the appropriate colour for the uh, character you are purchasing. Um, lots of swap-out hands, lots of weapons. Uh, it looks like there's a few swap-out parts that are exclusive to each uh, figure. So Leo comes with one particular hand that's got a pointing finger as if he's uh, doing that whole leadery thing that he does. Um, so in addition to all your usual bits and pieces like swap out hands, oodles of weapons, uh, and things like that, you also get a separate um, baby turtle figure and you also get a uh, splinter figure, but when he's actually a rat. So you get this tiny little sort of one inch tall rat. Um, and I just, I don't know, I can't say... Um, too many good things about this. I think they look fantastic. Uh, the fact that they're one six scale, I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, maybe for the one six scale collectors, um, I've ummed and about this figure. I'm I'm pretty close to hitting um, the button. I think really the only thing that stopped me is the the exchange rate at the moment. <laughs> All right, Eddie, you're a fan. What do you think? Uh, I have one negative with this, and that's that I'm trying not to collect uh, too much new stuff that's expensive, but <laughs> I, I'm loving um, this, seeing the full set of the four at San Diego and looking at this one now and all the bits and bobs that he actually comes with. 
Um, yeah. I'm finding it really hard to say no. And particularly you mentioned that they have the swap-out heads with the coloured bandanas. Um, another thing that's going across all the four different ones is their green tone is very reminiscent to the original 80s um, figures. Yeah. So yeah. Leonardo has that very olive green. Raphael's going to be the lighter green. Donnie's going to be more that brown. And, I mean, these just scream to me as like the turtle figures that I've always, always yeah. wanted. So I'm having a real hard time not clicking <laughs> uh, the pre-order button at the moment. The only thing that's stopping me is it would probably be rejected from my account for the amount of money in there with the exchange rate. Um, but, yeah, I think I'll be moving a few things this week and collecting some money to order this guy because I just love him. Yeah. They do. They look fantastic. And in addition to the usual kind of thing where you've just got hands that can hold swords and things like that, um, a couple of the swap-out hands actually have those climbing claws um, that they use, which I think is quite nifty. It shows that um, you're thinking outside the box a little bit. So, um, And I'm not sure whether it's still available, but I think Mondo was actually offering a subscription too, so you could actually um, pre-order all four, and then when they were ready, they would um, just send you the figures. So... Um, yeah, not bad. Uh, I think there was only 200 of those subscriptions too, so you might want to get over to the Mondo site ASAP. Um, uh, um, they've, they've just picked up the Masters license, Masters of the Universe, so I'm interested to see what they do with them in this scale as well. Wow. Imagine one six scale. Mm. Uh, All right. Well, can, speaking of one before, six. Before you move on, oh. does, does anybody else have the ad in the sidebar with the clown that's not wearing overweight clown? Not wearing a shirt, doing a pole dance. Mm, no. I can't say as I do. Uh, yeah, uh, we've got it. We've got Australian ads. It's all. Okay. I, uh, yeah. do, and do you know what? Mostly, what I've got, I've got ads for one of my products' competitors <laughs> because of targeted. <laughs> yeah, because of targeted advertising. Yay! <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Well, what does that be. say about me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's- that's your competitor in life. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, uh, I use a VPN to hide my online, uh, hide my presence online. So um, my targeted ads can be from all over the place. Um, huh. I've, I've had car dealers in Texas trying to sell me Toyota Camrys and things like that. So anyway. Please move on. on. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, still on one six scale stuff and, uh, of course, hot talk. Always a bit late to the party with this one, I think. But this is the Captain America Winter Soldier Nick Fury figure from, um, I did say, Hot Toys. Uh, you know, they've done some of these characters so many times now, I start to lose track of, of which is which. Like, I see uh, I see images of the Hot Toys Black Widow, and I just can't tell which one she is, like which film she's actually from. But, um, look, this is pretty straightforward. Um, Nick Fury uh, in The Winter Soldier, he wasn't that really geared up, so he's kind of just in um, some plain black pants, black top, and the uh, the ever-present trench coat. But um, this is post uh, the beatdown, so his arm is in a sling. Um, comes with a few bits and pieces, nothing terribly exciting, um, other than his eye patch is removable and, uh, you know. Flash drive. Uh, spoiler alert. So for that bit, you know, towards the end. Um, I don't know, nothing terribly exciting to see here. <laughs> well, with one eye anyway. I, I do uh, actually uh, think uh, compared to the original Avengers, and this uh, portrait is uh, far more um, uh, spot on of a Samuel R. Jackson um, portrait here. 
Uh, they've really captured, I mean, I hope they always do, but this is actually a really uh, great Samuel Jackson um, compared to the other ones they've done in the past with Spirit and the other Avengers. Yeah, it does look good. Um, not a whole lot going on here. I mean, uh, there's the flash drive that um, John mentioned and some uh, interchangeable hands, but really not much more than that. So I uh, would expect him to be too expensive. But uh, there you go, uh, another Hot Toys Avengers figure. Surprise, surprise. Uh, hey, have we got an Iron Man to talk about this week? No? I don't know. That's depressing. Hmm. Yeah. All right, I better move on then. Um, and still on the large scale, <clears throat> and this is the uh, good old Secret Wars jumbo figure line, and um, we're now getting the black costume Spider-Man. This is uh, the gentle giant line, and... Uh, Look, as far as I'm concerned, this is still a line that I don't know that anyone asked for. Um, and, you know, it's giant Spider-Man in his black costume on a big card. Yeah. And I, I think there, there. there is I a... Like yeah, th- th- there definitely is a group of nostal- of people that have n- a lot of nostalgia for this line. Um, so I guess if you were a kid, you know, in the same way that I've got a lot of nostalgia for superpowers. So, you know, it's not, um, it's not the giant, uh, 80s looking Aquaman on its own that would make me buy it. It's the nostalgia for the original figure. And even though, you know, Mm. these were not to my palette, um, the, uh, definitely there are, you know, Marvel kids of the, 80s out there that love this line so they must be the ones we see standing in the aisles going gaga over titan heroes (laughs) (laughs) with their you know highly articulated uh you know in in extremely detailed designs yeah anyway um i I had one of those keep an eye out for it sorry i had one of those secret wars figures which was kang and I, i could not tell you why like you know, in my in my you know random box of crap as a kid, I had you know all my superpowers figures, all my Star Wars figures, and Kang. Still got Probably him. Someone from a play date left him there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A birthday. Yeah, pro- possibly. Found him on the lawn walking home or something. Yeah, probably mm, a gift. Grandma with no idea what you're like. <laughs> Wait a minute, you mixed your superpowers and your Star Wars figures in the same box? No, 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 no. I oh, meant like okay. you know in the. In the you know toy box in in smaller boxes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I feel better now. Okay, good. All right, <laughs> moving on. And uh, Winnie just talked about this line last week, and we've got a new pre-order up. Uh, and from Bandai, we've got the Star Wars movie realization Sand Trooper seven-inch figure. So uh, this line is moving pretty darn quickly. Um, Sand Trooper looks pretty. Good, actually. I think this one works really well. This is the samurai-inspired line. Um, and I think we were talking last week about some of the stuff that actually works and some of the stuff that doesn't. Uh, and I think this one actually translates rather well. Uh, I'm quite impressed with this. I, uh, I actually had to look to see really what was different from the, the regular the Stormtrooper. Storm yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's that, a shoulder pauldron, a different Pretty, color? Or? It's completely different, but because this mm-hmm. one looks like it kind of sticks up a little bit more into the you know like it should but yeah that's about all it's different really yeah yeah i I just think the the stormtrooper design is one that has worked really really well for this line i think the the helmet has translated really well um but also the armor the way they've incorporated 
um, a lot of the standard sort of Stormtrooper feel into this figure. It just looks fantastic. Quite impressed with that one. Um, but anyway, look, that will set you back around 90 bucks. It's out in March 2016. Um, lots of really groovy stuff comes uh, with this figure. You get, um, uh, I think, a six hands. You get a large gun, a small gun. You get the sword uh, and a meticulously crafted backpack, apparently. So that's nice to know. Um, but speaking of the Star Wars movie realisation, our good buddy Hyperion has brought to our attention um, that there's some sneak peeks getting around of the movie realisation Samurai Imperial Guard. So this is, of course, the um, the Red Dudes, who did absolutely nothing in the movies. Um, and, uh, Except yeah, look I'm not awesome. convinced on this one. Yeah, I'm trying to work out why he's holding a curtain rod. Uh, See, I would think that Ben, being the comic fan, would would know that in the comics they actually had a very expanded role. I'm not a a big reader of um, Star Wars in the comics, but, um, yeah, I'm not. I mean, you can tell that this would be based on the Imperial Guard, but no, it's not kind of working for me. The whole, the way the the tabard is kind of hanging down the front, you know, almost to the ground, I can, doesn't, doesn't feel particularly um, well designed in terms of battle and that weird thing he's holding in his hand that looks like your grandmother's curtain rod <laughs> yeah I, I don't know no. not loving it no, not, not feeling this one at all you, but you are Scott uh, look I they're one of the um, kind of toys that I have a lot of nostalgia for so again it's like we were talking about the bounty hunters yeah a couple weeks ago it's not what they did in the the movie it's the nostalgia for the toy and I just always really love the imperial guard you know ash figure so yeah I really dig this you know I'm not I'm not into this line um but they're cool Mm -hmm. Oh, look, I, I think the original design is fantastic. I just, I, I'm not feeling, you know, the, the weird kind of um, skull cap he's got going on and that weird tabard hanging down. Just seems like you'd be tripping over it all the time. I, yeah, and again, the curtain rod's still throwing me. I don't know what's going on there. But anyway, um, maybe we'll see a bit more when the uh, solicitation goes up. But in the meantime, that's my news. Cool. And uh, Eddie, you have got our next segment. I do, I do. So from our good friends at Funko and their newly acquired some co- sub-company Vinyl Sugar, we have the Batman 1966 8-inch Vinyl Idols. Uh, so this is that new vinyl line that they're doing. Uh, we have four characters. We have the Adam West Batman, the Burt Ward Robin, the Yvonne Craig Batgirl and the Caesar Romero Joker standing um, all there in forms. I do like on these vinyl idols, they tend to give a little bit of character to the faces in here that uh, seem quite descriptive of their personalities. And I'm, uh, I'm digging the designs on these vinyl idols uh, as they're coming out. Uh, what about you guys? Are you thinking of uh, checking some of these out as they hit? I'm just tired of... Uh... 66 Batman. There, I said it. <laughs> um, the, yeah, they kind of saturated, didn't they? Oh, absolutely. Well, I guess when you've waited that long for a license, <laughs> you know, bang. Yeah. Um, I like. Yeah, the, I, I think it's one of those licenses that I see and it's like, oh, that that's really cool, but 
I'm not going to buy it. No. But it, it's I, it's cool that it got made, but, yeah, I'm not going to buy it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like the Shaun of the Dead I vinyl like I've idols. I've a couple of Mm. Yeah, those are. Oh, like, I don't what they look like. Yeah, oh, they're they're really funny. They're cute. Like, there's a couple, um, and the, I, I like the concept. And I think it's that again, it's a really clever thing that Funko does, where you get a kind of concept that works, and then just apply it to every license under the sun because people, <laughs> you know, people they're not gonna, some, you know, you got some people I'm sure that would collect like the whole line, but then other people that would just go, oh, Shaun of the Dead, cool, you know. <laughs> It's pretty smart. I feel like those um, those really large, uh, you know, overstated eyes kind of remind me. That they sort of look like they've stepped off the um, the screen from an episode of Family Guy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so I get a very Ardman vibe out of them. Mm. Yeah, so somebody else see that. Yeah. When you look at Batman and he just, that, the head looks exactly like a, someone from Family Guy. Like messed. Mmm, <laughs> interesting. The um, the Good Joker connection. does have a uh, sculpted mustache. For those wondering, yeah, oh, very good, very good. <laughs> and my next bit of news for the night comes from the other fan favorite line of Dragon Ball Z, and we have the SH Figure Arts Trunks Premium Color Edition figure. Uh, so this is that fully articulated uh, Figure Arts line of the trunks from the future timeline. Uh, and this is a character they have done before, I believe. We don't have uh, Adam, our expert, on to uh, give us the proper answer, but I believe they have done this guy before just in his Super Saiyan mode. And this one has the Super Saiyan mode. Uh, and for those not familiar with Dragon Ball, that means he has yellow hair. Uh, but he also comes with his regular purple uh, hair sculpt. And I'm actually really digging this figure. They've given him some great uh, energy form effects around that make, gives him the look of powering up. Uh, think, you've got the – oh, yeah. I wonder if those are actually included or that's just the accessory set with him in it. Oh, is it? Oh, that'd be a shame. Yeah, false advertising. <laughs> Yeah, let's have a look here. So he comes with eight hands, interchangeable face parts, one normal, three Super Saiyan, uh, and two swords, apparently. But, yeah, it doesn't actually say anything about those energy effects. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> we well, can collect all seven Dragon Balls and wish that it comes with the uh, energy effects uh, each, there. But the fig- each sword separately. Itself, yeah. But the uh, figure itself is in there and looking quite good i do quite like the look of uh this guy here and this is another one of those lines that i'm slowly getting tempted into they're re-releasing a lot of these classic characters which have been going for some crazy money on the secondary market and it looks like if you're been uh thinking of dipping your toe in the waters of this line it's uh now's a good time to jump in and uh this is definitely your chance to get a fan favorite character here and moving on to my next bit of news, we have a bit of a monster mash going on here with uh-huh. the Freddy and Jason <laughs> Mr. Potato Heads. Uh, so speaking of a brand like Funko where they've discovered uh, just taking a simple idea and applying as many licenses as you can, uh, one of the originals of that was the Mr. Potato Headline. And he's branching out into the horror realm. Okay, now so, I, I got to say something here. I almost red carded this 
nominated it. Oh, come on. Well, no, because of the company that's making these. The PPW Toys? Yeah, these are PPW Toys. Mr. Ha- or Mr. Potato Head is a Hasbro brand, always has been. It's what their company was made on. And they've licensed it out to somebody else to make figures for it. Mm-hmm. That just well, seems maybe, bad. Maybe they can't have the Mr. Potato. I don't know. Maybe they don't want I to think it's, horror. It's, it's a weird um, sub-license contract because I think Hasbro are still doing Mr. Potato Heads themselves, like the basic ones and all that, but they've, yeah, licensed PP... W to do certain licenses with it, it seems, is almost collector yeah. um, edition ones because I'm still seeing the, like uh, you always see here in uh, Toy Worlds and that, the big clear plastic potato filled with the mini potato heads and all that um, mm-hmm. is still coming out. And I think uh, even some of their more movie um, tie-in friendly lines uh, from Hasbro, I know, uh, also coming out uh, from these guys is some Marvel uh, collector edition ones. So you got Deadpool, Groot, Star Lord, and the Vision. And if actually, to be honest, if you're thinking of red carding one of these Mister Potato Heads, I'd actually be landing towards the Star Lord because uh, there's barely any potato in this guy. It's <laughs> just like a squat Star Lord. <laughs> Uh, I mean, these aren't traditional potato heads, are they? Like, no, you, you can't pull them apart like the, you do. These aren't your daddy, just, your granddaddy's you know, potato, potato heads. Shaped. Yeah, yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, I think they might have. Shaped. It looks looks like there might be one or two things you could sort of like maybe take the arms out or something there. But yeah, you're right. It's not like the eyes is separate and the nose is separate and all that. I think they're fairly basic, and I think they're quite smaller uh, than the regular Mister Potato Head. Uh, mm. there as well. But uh, if you are looking for some licenses there uh, to decorate your non-Hasbro potatoes, there definitely do <laughs> seem to be a, a few options there heading your way. And lastly for my news tonight, we have from our friend over at Reddit, Silbert the Fifth Musketeer. He's pointed us in the direction of... Uh, some other items from our friends at Funko, and these are going to be the Walgreens Star Wars exclusives. Uh, so here we have the prototype Boba Fett, uh, the Spirit Yoda, the Snow Trooper, and Ben's favorite, the Royal Guard here as well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> At least he doesn't come with a curtain rod. <laughs> Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so these guys, he does have a curtain rod, doesn't he? Yeah. And he's, here, he's got the curtain yeah, it's, rod. It's, it's, it's the more time. traditional weapon that he came with. So, yeah. um, okay, I'm going to say something here. I, I'm still completely baffled with Funko's number. Number. I knew you were going to say <laughs> that. Imperial Guard, but the Imperial Guard is 57, yet Yoda is two. Is this 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 is where if you get out your manifesto of Funko, I believe as oh, actually I think it was room. discovered um, <laughs> through you. I thought you broke the news with this with your uh, Stan Lee's that the variants maintain the same number. So Yoda would be one of the original Star Wars pop vinyls they did, mm-hmm. and yeah. this one being a variant. I, I believe that two, is correct. Yeah. Whereas, uh, yeah. I like the that, cut of your chin. 
That's my theory, anyway. If, if someone has a different theory, I, I, um, feel free I, to write in. I absolutely dread the day that like some fast food chain has a exclusive over here, like in their Happy yeah. Meals that you guys want. Yeah. <laughs> um, John, can I put in my request you for just the Imperial? Way to happiness. John, can I put in my request yes. for the Imperial Guard now, please? Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Can I put in my request for pretzel M&Ms? Just you don't have them. Yeah. You don't have. No, those we ones? don't. We have one called crispy, but it doesn't have the salts on the pretzels. pretzels. I don't know if M&Ms? we have the pretzel ones right now. Oh, they're great. They've got candy corn out right now. They don't have. Ew. I don't know if the pretzel ones are out. They kind of rotate them. We just got banana flavored ones. Oh, we don't have those. Yeah, they've been doing a whole fruit theme here. We just had pineapple, and now there's bananas and trying to get healthy. No. Can I just say, uh, John, you don't need to get me anything. Your friendship is enough. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Yoda's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, it looks like a sort of blue Yoda cousin. No, like, it's like blue Latin Yoda. Rainbow oh. Yodas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, Rainbow Yodas. Rainbow Yodas. Hey, um, John. And. Why don't, why don't yeah, you do, creepy. Yeah, why don't you do your news, John? Well, since we mentioned our good friends at Funko have the prototype Boba Fett, uh, Sai couldn't pull back. They're doing a concept Stormtrooper statue, and this is the pre for it. So this is the the concept art from Ralph McQuarrie that had the Stormtrooper with the laser sword and shield, which is, is kind of a fan favorite out there. My understanding is this is actually the start of a new line. Yeah, that could so be. If you're interested in money, they bring it up. Uh, yeah, I have the three and three quarter of the figures for this design, so I'm happy. Oh, cool. Mm. Nice. Yeah, I think it's stunning. I think um, this is, I mean, I know a lot of Macquarie's um, concepts were taken and, and sort of tweaked, um, but this, I think, is still one of the best that he ever did. I kind of like the idea. It's one of the classics. I kind of like an idea, the idea of a stormtrooper with a shield. Mm, well, it certainly helped, wouldn't it? Since their armor does jack. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, can you imagine how yeah, um, how bumbly and awkward they would have looked with shields? Have enough trouble walking yes. around just in the armor. You know, one thing I do like on this, though, is the, the eyes are almost touching, like in a prequel fashion on these, as compared to how the actual suit design came out. Boy, I just exposed myself as a big Star Wars nerd, didn't I? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I did. We, we had our suspicions. Yeah. We still love you. Um, I, I guess I will move on to something that I really regret you guys having me read because uh, Lego Dimensions, that new game that will be coming forward, um, has put out an expansion pack guide. And this is all the little bits and stuff you can get to add on as expansion packs. And you've got a, just, just to name a few, a Simpsons level pack, a Jurassic World team pack, um, Scooby-Doo, Wonder Woman, uh, Emmett, Bad Cop and Benny from the Lego movie, Ninjago, Lord of the Rings. Um, but a couple that really caught my eye were Portal and Portal level pack. Um, Portal and Lego just seemed like a natural fit that should be a lot of fun. Um, and also the Wizard of Oz. Those are all going to be hitting in September. Moving on to November, you got a couple more Simpsons uh, packs uh, and a Lego Movie Unikitty Fun Pack, as well as the Doctor Who level pack. 
So, um, and then it goes on from there. You're getting some Ghostbuster stuff coming up after that and another couple more Facts of the Future and Doctor Who stuff. Oh, there's one I do need to protest, and that is in Wave 5, which will be in May of next year. There is a DC Bane fun pack. Um, they can just skip that one for me. <laughs> oh, you're so funny. Yeah, Scotty, did you notice there is in Wave 4 a little Aquaman? Ooh. Oh, well, that's interesting. I yeah. see what I regret is um, I do not have a system that will probably play this game currently. Now, can I just backtrack a thing? I'm not too sure if the portal is portal the game or no, if the you, portal is the portal pack Yeah, If you click on it, it shows portal 2 with a chell, um, a turret, and a uh, companion cube so this is portal oh, of the very game. nice yeah I, completely so. miss I just assumed it was their little dimension circle yeah uh, now now the kind of cool thing about these is uh you know a little lego thing so yeah you know, i think even if you don't have the game they'd still be a lot of fun to have those because like chell has her little uh, portal gun as well so um I'm, I'm kind of excited for this one because i love portal although i've never played portal 2 but i love the first game I should get Portal 2. That Aquaman fun pack looks I fantastic. The, yeah. I kind of yeah. want the Ghostbusters Slimer just because the Ghostbusters uh, Ecto-1 never came with a Slimer, so that's the only release of him there is. Yeah. yeah. I, I, these are going to – this this is this is going to – I have a feeling so this will probably be the Christmas thing for this year. I suspect. Yeah. Even though everybody will think it'll be something Star Wars, I think this will be the thing that kids will want and, you know, will be the hard to get. No, I agree. I could be wrong, but the, the, Wizard, of, now, parents. the, the Wizard of Oz pack seems cool, too. My next bit of news is from Metacom, and they have realized that, um, you know, unlike the Legacy series from Hasbro, if you have R2-D2, you really got to have C-3PO. <laughs> because they're coming out with their Mafex or Mafex or... Their Miracle Action Figure EX, however you want to say it, R2-D2 and C-3PO. And there's a lot of accessories here because you get Leia and everybody's favorite, the bar tray from Return of the Jedi. Oh, yay! Huzzah! I'm so happy! Um, and you guys know how these figures are. They're, you know, they're going to be articulated little bits of stuff. You know, they'll be really cool. Uh, 3PO is really shiny. That might be my only uh, qualm with this, is that uh, R2 uh, looks really weathered and yeah. 3PO looks really shiny. Yeah, R2 seems to have some, like, teal blues going on or something. Kind of. yeah. Some of the blues don't seem right to me. I, I don't know if that's just the picture or it, it'll probably be like Han's coat. We'll later find out that's mm-hmm. the actual colors. <laughs> and uh, oh, 3PO's thighs just seem a little off there, too. He's where he's sort of... Uh, yeah, like he's got like five boots on him or something. So are these actually six-inch scale? Because it says that 3PO is five and three-quarter inches tall. I don't think Anthony Daniels is particularly tall. So does that make yeah. sense? I don't know. Because I don't know if they're more in the Revoltech type scale or if they're in mm. the, you know, full six-inch scale. Yeah. Cause yeah, I, have... I, th- I think from memory the Mayfix tend to be slightly smaller than the regular six-inch scale. Mm. 
104.99 for the pack though, which I I don't think that's that bad for that kind of figure. I mean, the 3PO looks fantastic, so uh, if you're, if you're a fan of the, the the droids, I think that this would be a nice Dang. nice little pack for you. So, I dig it. Hmm. And um, you know, Gremlins that line uh from NECA. There there's a lot of Gremlins fans out there. I, I see this pop up a lot on Twitter. Um there's if you remember back to their spider gremlin uh that terrified everybody that that was a, a big hit so uh, not to be outdone they're coming out of a bat gremlin this time and uh you know it's it's got bat wings and little arms and legs and um this is just creepy <laughs> <laughs> it's just creepy it's just creepy yeah, it's just creepy. You have that. You have that prank from your ceiling. Somebody's going to take a tennis racket to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, very highly good. likely. <laughs> yeah, highly likely. It very is good. good. Like it's beautifully done. They can do a great job on these. And it's not coming for Halloween. It is coming for Christmas. So if you know you want to put that on your Christmas tree, mm-hmm. it'll it'll set you back about fifty bucks. So. Gremlins is a Christmas movie. It works. Oh, uh, right. yeah. There you go. Yeah. Good job, Eddie. That's all right. Good job. I'm here for something. I'm here for lots of things. <laughs> lots of things. Yes. Well, I've got our final pieces of news. And first up from DC Collectibles, uh, they had a QA and uh, a recently um, where we saw the first look at two of the Greg Capullo designer figures that were announced at San Diego but not shown. And now we have seen uh, the Capullo Flash and the survival suit Batman. And um, I liked them both better when I hadn't seen them. Mm. <laughs> Not feeling the flash uh, at all. Very sinister uh, look on his face. Sorry, Eddie. That's right. I actually really like the Zero Suit Batman. I, I dig the sort of uh, low tech Batman of that story, and um, I do think I've captured Kapoor's art of it. Oh, the, uh, yeah, well absolutely. Absolutely. It's just too. I mean, I don't have any comic context for it, so it just looks like. A mad woman's breakfast to me, but there you go. Um, could could he um, could he frown a little deeper? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, I'm I don't know where that flash outfit is from. It looks uh, again, obviously, there's a comic reference for it that I haven't seen, but it just looks weird. And if he looks face looks evil, mm-hmm. you could ask you your daughter. To, yeah, have you shown mm-hmm. it to little Miss Scotty? Uh, no, I only just saw it tonight. Uh, yeah, I'll ask her. But if I mean, he's not drawing the the Flash comic, is he? So she wouldn't. No, the the Flash did appear in two issues, and the uh, face is a little bit of a spoiler. Uh, okay. But there is a reason behind the smiling face. Right. Okay. So there's some context there. Um, yeah, I'll show it to Miss Fourteen and see what Wayne she says. The Flash. <gasps> dun dun dun. Um. But uh, there you go. The other thing I thought that was really amusing about this was uh, I, I read this at Toy News E or whatever, however you're set. And uh, obviously there's um, a, a scale change for DC collectibles from the New 52, which was the kind of six and three quarters scale to DC icons, which are a six inch scale. And people in the comments complaining about how betrayed they feel that, DC Collectibles is changing scale. You're like, ah, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to our world, 
you 15 year olds. (laughs) 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 Anyway. I just thought that was. I've funny. been collecting since the beginning of the new fifty-two. <laughs> That's exactly right. It's like I've made this huge investment, and now they're changing I'm the self-entitled. <laughs> yeah, um, I just thought that was very funny. Um, something I'm very excited about is an announcement from Hasbro about the Marvel Infinite. Uh, series three and three quarter wave three for 2015, which has a couple of figures that, um, we've been promised for ages that never came out. Um, one of which I could have lived without, which is the Juggalossus, you know, Colossus's Juggernaut flesh in the pan figure. Um, but we are finally getting North Star, who was supposed to come as a swap out with aurora when she came out but was never made and then also Mm -hmm. um emma frost which um was supposed to come out in a three-pack with the juggalosis and uh cyclops had never made it so those are two really great additions to that that three and three quarter line we're also getting a chameleon um hot on the heels of getting a six inch chameleon um with two swap out heads which look like who is it who are the swap out heads? Peter Parker, maybe? I think it's meant to be um, John Jameson. Okay. The John, J. Jonah Jameson's um, son, because I think he impersonated him in the very first issue that he appeared in. I think it's a reference to that. I could oh, okay. be wrong, though. Yeah. Because I, I, I think that weird Spider-Man face is also from that uh, Steve Ditko one where he tried to impersonate Spider-Man in that same issue i'm I'm a little rusty it's been decades since i've read that story but okay i feel like that's where it's from okay uh now ben apparently you've got an update about the head for a chameleon uh yes apparently it is norman osborne a very uh, youthful norman osborne. very youthful um then also in this so wave Harry. yeah also in this wave we've got yeah. uh deadpool in his blue x-men x-factor i think uniform um, and then Korg, I don't know who that is. Is that he's one of he's one of the Hulk's crew from um, the World War Hulk story? Oh, okay, there you go. Mm. Very good. Um, so, what what is in Deadpool's right hand? Uh, I think it's just his finger. I think he's doing like a sticking his pinky out as if you drink a cup of tea or something. Oh, because <laughs> this Very picture refined. does not make it look like that. <laughs> yeah, because this this is the same buck from the uh, Taco Van um, uh, set that was at San Diego uh, a couple of years ago. So he came with like the um, uh, the water wings and all that on his arms in that original one. I think it was a slight left leftover from that set. The finger design there for holding the burrito. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Well, but I'm, I'm down for that. It's Deadpool. I got to pick it up, even though. This costume appeared in like three issues, and yeah. they've got a lot of repaint out of this costume design. Yeah, yeah. Well, that news came to us courtesy of Tim Tam Tommy Two on Reddit, so thank you very much for that. And then Huzzah. finally, yeah, finally, this came from um, our friend Hurstacon, um, who is uh, I would probably say the world's biggest Skeleton Warriors fan, um, and. <laughs> He uh, has let us know that October Toys has announced uh, a follow-up 
uh, Skeleton Warriors Kickstarter. So we had Baron Dark earlier this year. I got him and reviewed him on the show. Great figure. And their next uh, Skeleton Warriors property that will uh, have a Kickstarter starting in the first week of September is Grimskull. Um, so if you are, yeah. yeah, so if you are a Skeleton Warriors fan or an October Choice fan or a Kickstarter fan or just a fan, uh, then <laughs> you, yeah, all of the, any of the above. <laughs> That's me being a fan. Uh, <laughs> shut up. Uh. Okay. Um, the, <laughs> Anyway, that's starting and it'll be, I'm sure that that will do quite well. Um, you know, definitely the quickest turnaround of any Kickstarter I've ever backed from, uh, completion to delivery. So mm. I'll definitely <laughs> be backing that just to support them. That's great. And thank you, Herstacon. Hey, for, good, you know, good, good to be getting a hero in this line too. So I've had the villain and I got the hero to. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Mm. Mm. All right. Well, that uh, wraps up the news. We will take a short break and come back with the next installment of everybody's favorite podcast game, Name That. Well, now it's time for the next installment of Name That. This is from our friend John, who is also known as Engineer Nerd from the great website tvandfilmtoys.com. And uh, John has got another mysterious sound for us to try to work out. So over to you, John. Okay, there was some contention about this one over at the forum this week, but I'm going to put the sound right here so you, you guys can hear it. So here's the sound. I'm back! Yeah? Think again. Battle damage! Add flesh compound! Okay, guys. If you don't know, if you didn't read it, what were the guesses? Mask. No. Um, mask. Josie and, Josie and the Pussycats. I wish I could find a commercial for that, but I haven't managed <laughs> to find one yet. <laughs> so disappointed in you. Eddie? It's like you're not even trying uh, to... Savage Dragon, the animated series. That's just weird. <laughs> Close. <laughs> um, actually, this one, and uh, was, it's one of those weird toys that came out for some reason. This is a T2 playset for the, I think it's Bio Flesh Regenerator. Mm. So basically, ah, you'd, get, I remember this. you'd get basically a skeleton of an action figure, maybe sort of. Maybe not an action figure, and it looked like a, a Terminator, and you to put this foamy clay yeah. stuff on it. And yeah, it was it. like action figure meets a Play-Doh set. Yeah, and then you, you could just, yeah. battle damage him however you wanted, and you know if you like looking at a cool. tall, molded Arnold with no clothes, or in color and flesh tone, you know, and then ripping him apart. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember this thing. That was awesome. Old spoilers, old spoilers. Well, no, this is just how the toy so, works. It's not yeah. necessarily in the movie. Oh, okay, okay, all right, okay. So, yeah, it's it's a weird little toy, but um, 
Hellbot was puzzled by it and did not manage the three-peat because Kalzor from the forum managed to sneak in there and pick up on what this one was, and, and he got a point for that. Ooh. Well done. So, nice. Congratulations to Kalzor. So, um, we probably should put another sound in and, and give, give Hellbot a shot at redemption or Kalzor a chance at, yeah. a, a, you know, a repeat victory. So we'll put that in right here. A blasting bomb attack armed with an explosive arsenal of stealth technology. And just because Eddie's here, we'll play it twice. Yeah. A blasting bomb attack armed with an explosive arsenal of stealth technology. So Ben. Yes. If I thought I knew where that, what that sound was, where would I go? You'd go to www.afbforum.com. And you, you would look for the name that thread. And you'd sign up, right? Of course. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And but you'd already be a member anyway. And, and Scott, we'll go Scott. Yep. What would happen if I, if I got that right and got a point in the forum? What, what would I be oh. able to exchange those points for? Oh, well, we have got a special, um, deal, uh, just for this next episode. The, uh, name that winners, um, will receive, uh, official AFB podcast host belly button lint. Still, still got stocked up on that one, huh? Yeah, yeah, well, didn't actually, um, have any takers last time we offered it to the winners and they politely declined, so, mm. yeah, it's, it's still, Still, I'm um, up for grabs. Hmm. I could I could send some dryer lint in addition if it would help. You know, that, I feel that could be more popular. Um, I, we've had some words with the marketing people about the whole, um, you know, belly button lint prize thing, but we're determined to, you know, get 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 rid of it. So, um, yeah, watch out. And Eddie. Mm-hmm. If I thought the audio version was just too tough, what could I do? Uh, on Tuesdays, you could venture to either the forum or tvandfilmtoys.com, and you could have a shot at the Shadow Game version. Well, you're close. The Shadows are on Thursday. Uh, uh, are on Tuesday. I, I knew it was one that ended with Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, so it's Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah. So you guys can come play the easy version. That's why people always guess it before me. They've had like four days. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. They're like, damn it. Uh, just can't get in there fast enough. Plus yeah. I suck at the shadow version. <laughs> oh, me too. It's that Hawkman villain. That's right. <laughs> I, I can tell you it will never be a Hawkman villain. Cause I have <laughs> no figures of a Hawkman villain. <laughs> I, are there, oh, I was gonna say there, there, I was gonna say are there any, but yes there are. Gentleman Ghost. Yeah, it's the Shadow Feet. Yeah, Gentleman Ghost. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. It's cool, well, John, thank you very much, um, for entertaining us as always. And, uh, we will take a break and come back in just a moment with our Troy of the Week. Create your own Terminator with the Bio Flesh Regenerator. 
I'm back. Yeah? Think again. Battle damage. Add flesh compound. Terminator created. Terminator. I'm back. Now it's time for one of our feature segments, Toy of the Week. Each episode, we take turns looking at one toy or collectible in detail, and these might be new releases, or we might talk about a favourite or bizarre item from our collection. And Scott, you have something shiny and new. (laughs) I do, I do. Thank you very much. I have been uh, very much enjoying collecting and reviewing the bombshell statue line from DC Collectibles, and I have the latest release, which is the Lois Lane bombshell. Um, So for those that are not familiar, this is a series of statues designed by the pin-up artist Aunt Lucia. Um, They are the uh, heroines and um, ladies of the DC universe in various um, styles reminiscent of kind of 40s, 50s uh, pin-up girls, although the one we're looking at today is a little bit different. And uh, quite a few of these pieces have been sculpted by Tim Miller, but we have a different sculpture um, for Lois tonight. So this is a 2015 release and acquisition. Um, It is a statue. I got mine for 160 um, Australian, but that's because I got it from the awesome... Uh, all-star comics in Melbourne that charge less for these things than other people. (laughs) Um, So I actually had the chance to get this when I was in Adelaide the week before. And if I had been prepared to pay $220 for it, um, I I know, I know I could have got it then. Um, So yeah, it's, it's really funny how uh, action figures, you know, now that I'm like, working all over Australia, basically. And, uh, you know, action figures are pretty steady pricing. You know, they're kind of a couple dollars here or there, depending on the shop that you go into. Um, Statues all over the place um, in in pricing. Mm. So, you know, All-Star has got great prices because it's um, really something that they do to support their customer base um, because they're not a huge collectibles store. Um, but uh, 180 is probably about the average for these pieces. Um, for people in Australia, if you're not sure where to find these things, you don't know where your you know local comic shop is, if you've got a Zing near you, which is the chain popping up everywhere, their prices for um, these sort of collectibles are really quite good. Um, so something worth having a look at. And if you're in the U.S., then you probably would be paying about 120 U.S. Um, for this. Um, the packaging is the standard uh, DC Collectibles um, statue packaging. So they've made a decision to kind of keep it all a bit standard, which, you know, pros or cons, not sure. It makes it easily recognizable, I guess, not so distinct in terms of um, the lines. This bombshell line is probably one that you could have justified some more unique packaging for, but it's the standard DC Collectibles logo with um, photos of the piece and then also the Aunt Lucia um, piece that this was written on. Kind of interesting story about... Um, where quite a few of the statues coming up now um, are coming from. Um, uh, back, I cannot remember the month, um, a while ago, DC Comics did a Bombshells variant cover um, month, and uh, quite a few of the pieces that we are seeing now actually came from that. Um, there was such a huge response to 
uh, those covers that, that really, I think, fast-tracked some of these um, designs into the statue line, Lois being one of them. And uh, the kind of concept here is that she's dressed like a kind of World War II era newsboy, um, you know, with her newspaper in hand, you know, shouting out uh, kind of the typical, you know, sort of shirt and uh, vests with suspenders hanging down, the, um, the, the, is that a derby cap? Is that what you call that? Or. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. I'd actually uh, probably call it a newsboy cap. A newsboy cap, yeah. <laughs> On top. Mm. Um, and, uh, it's, you know, really clever. Some, some of these, um, uh, design choices are more of a stretch. This one's just magic. And I think it's why it works so well is it just really is the perfect way to envision Lois in this line. As I mentioned, um, Tim Miller, who is sculpting the majority of these is not the sculptor for this piece. It's a sculpture called Adam Ross. And I, the name did not ring a bell for me. Um, but when I did, uh, internet search. Um, Adam Ross has done quite a bit of sideshow work. Um, the Scarlet Witch comiquette um, and Psylocke comiquette from the, the sideshow line are both his. He is a digital sculptor. Um, he's done quite a number of pieces. And uh, yeah, so I believe this is his first um, piece for DC and definitely his first uh, bombshells. And he is a digital sculptor. Um, so you know, that, that gives us a bit of a, a picture here of how this has come about. Um, sculpt wise, um, this I think has captured the spirit of the artwork really well. Um, the mileage varies. Obviously, it's always hard to translate, um, you know, take something that is 2D and turn it into 3D. And it can be some subtle things about the angle of a, you know, head or, um, expression, etc., that can really change the, the interpretation for me. Uh, this one is really nails it. I, I think, um, he's done a, a beautiful job of translating, um, the artwork into the piece. Um, it is quite a, a, a sculpting effort. Um, the drapery on her, uh, the sleeves of her, um, shirt, the trousers is just beautiful. The detail of the, the lines in her vest are all sculpted. The, uh, newsboy cap is beautifully sculpted. Um, the, uh, newspaper that she's holding, um, is, uh, sculpted, uh, beautifully and it is a really interesting a really interesting thing about it is the headline is Caped Wonder Stun City. It is the Daily Planet. But when you look up close at the photo, it's actually the bombshell supergirl um that is the ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, is the photo. So I think actually think that's quite clever. Not what I was expecting, but um you know, quite clever. Um the bases for these are standard, they're all that kind of, you know, manhole vent looking base and as i've mentioned previously um for a number of statues now the name plate um which you know i i joined ben in being part of the anti nameplate brigade um but i do make an exception for this line uh because you know it is actually i think a bit helpful but also it's where we get to see aunt lucia's artwork as well and um 
the original pieces, the nameplate was actually just part of the base. There were a lot of breakage issues with that, and now they are separate, um, so they are actually stick on by a, a magnet. Um, the one thing that I would love to see is a way of doing that without um, having quite a big gap so that you could choose not to display the nameplate um, and make it uh, mm-hmm. not look weird. Um, but that's probably asking a bit much. Um, obviously, number one priority is that they don't break in transit. So um, score. Um, look, I, I cannot fault the sculpting of this. It is beautiful. The um, suspenders are like s- separately um, sculpted. There's there's so much detail in. It's really beautiful. Um, when we come to paint, um, unfortunately, this is not a not a home run. Um, uh, so one, one thing just before I get to paint, um, it's really interesting when you photograph. Uh, these pieces, you can kind of then, when I'm processing the photos, you can kind of um, see things a bit more up close. And I always, with the statues in particular, try and take close-up photos of the face just so people can really see um, that. And it wasn't until I actually was processing my photos for this that I noticed um, on uh, the close-ups of her face that there actually is a, a bit of a flaw, I think. I don't know if it's a casting flaw or something um, on her left cheek. So she's got kind of on the side of her mouth, she's got some things that almost look like little scars, you know, in a sense, um, that obviously are little production blurs, which is a bit of a, a shame, really. I'll be interested to see, you know, when I see this out in the wild, I've definitely been checking them out to see whether or not that just affected mine or whether it is something that has affected the whole lot um but of course once you it's kind of thing that once you've seen it it can't be unseen um yeah yeah and so that's a bit of a bit of a bummer um but then on the paint color choices great um the uh the color choices for the um trousers it's really it all stands out you know fantastic um the uh her shoes she's got kind of you know black patent leathers on and it's shiny paint there it works really well um but there's a, a few um for me kind of big uh detail issues that really pull this back the main one being around um her collar so she's wearing this uh vest with a white um shirt with a double edged collar that comes out and when you actually look at the sculpt the sculpt is beautiful the col- the collar is raised above the vest and there's space underneath but unfortunately um and again i'll have to look at others i'm um, certainly it doesn't look like this on the the prototype but on mine the painting um of the vest does not go all the way underneath the top um edges of the collar and so it makes it then it you know it really takes away from the um beautiful detail of the sculpt um and you know it's quite um quite messy um 
also on she's wearing a little red bandana around her um neck and when when you look in detail and again you know we're reviewing these things and so it's our job to be picky and this is all picky but this is a high-end collectible um and mine has got quite a bit of paint slop from uh the flesh tone of her neck onto the top of the bandana underneath her chin um and uh again just stuff that I think when we're kind of looking at this price point and at, at the quality that you're expecting is something that I, I wouldn't expect to see, but it's really the uh, paint underneath the collar that I'm quite disappointed with. Mm. Um, you know, and it's something that it, you know, when you're first kind of looking at it, it's like, wow, this is awesome. This is so cool. And then it was again, um, when you're kind of looking at the sculpt and looking at the collar and it really is quite noticeable. And it also, really undoes some of the effectiveness of the sculpt um, because that could have easily just been, you know, layered on and not, um, you know, done as Mm -hmm. a kind of raised piece. And then we kind of lose it. Um, And once you put it up against the promo, you know, uh, production photographs, um, you can see the way that it's meant to be. And so it's quite noticeable. Um, So look, I am loving this line. I think design wise and sculpt wise, this is a really inspired piece um but between you know the that production issue on the cheek and the paint um this is this is going to be an eight dollars out of ten for me um just for the from the execution um side so um yeah you know i've Hmm. stopped i've stopped pre-ordering the the dc collectibles statues because there have been some uh fits and starts with the uh qc and i think that's still justified by this piece i mean again i wouldn't have not taken this and uh i will though be really interested to see um other pieces and see whether or not i've just gotten one that has got particular issues or whether this is what it is across the line but it's going to be an eight dollars out of ten review from me you know you, you all your pictures had me convinced that i like this more than i i did when it came out but now now you've ruined that for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it's a great piece. I love it. You know, I'm just like, I'm, part part of the point of a review, I think, is to highlight to other people things to look out for, etc. And so, like I said, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know whether or not this is just mine that has got that that particular issue, or whether it's the whole lot. But it is something that, you know, if you're listening to this, then you can benefit from my experience by kind of checking that out before you buy. I, I think her expression's really good. That's what I think I I didn't pick up on quite with the the original images of it. Yeah, I, I think it's a lot more dynamic than what I, I thought it was. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Can I ask a question? Newspaper yeah. is that a solid? It's not flexible rubber or anything like that. It's actually porcelain or... It is a solid piece. Um, it's interesting. When you touch it, it does actually move a little bit in her hand. Um, so I'm not mm. touching I'm not touching it anymore. <laughs> 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 Otherwise, it might move right out. Mm. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, no, it is a solid piece. Um, but it, it's printed... Well, printed. It's painted, you know, both front and back. So the newsprint, you know, on the on the front and back, and there's an actual little, um, you know, I, I think the small text is probably tiny Laura Mipsum, but the, um, you know, certainly the big um, headlines are all 
you know, real text in the photo as well. So it's pretty mm. clever. And it's painted on the side to look like a folded up newspaper of lots of pieces. Hmm. All right. Well, thank you for that, Scotty. And uh, that wraps up our Toy of the Week. When we come back, we'll be talking about the new items that we've added to our collection this week. Spider-Man's getting ready to rumble. Oh, no! It's Doc Ock, Venom, and the Green Goblin! Fantastic action coming up! Take that, Green Goblin! Bam! Must get out of Venom's trap! Thwack! Time to get out of here! Catch you later, Doc Ock! Brand new Spider-Man action figures, out now! Well, this whole thing exists because we collect, and this is the segment where we talk about what we have collected or pre-ordered this week. And uh, Ben, why don't you go first? Well, thank you. Well, my entire week uh, of of acquiring loot all comes down to uh, the wonderful engineer nerd. Yeah. And uh, oh, shit. And, uh, <laughs> no, no, I um. You know, it, it's pretty darn awesome, this hobby of ours and, um, you know, having, um, you know, such a, a cool hobby, but also the, the friends that you meet along the way is uh, even more special. And um, I picked up a couple of exclusives this week, all thanks to John going out of his way. Um, and that is the uh, the Walgren's exclusive Marvel Legends, well, I think they're calling him Ant-Man, but it's actually Black Ant um, figure. And I also got the Guardians of the Galaxy Entertainment Earth exclusive box set. Yay. And uh, they're, they're all awesome. Yay. I'm really impressed. Yeah, that Guardian set, when I was packing it, I was really impressed with it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm re- I love the, um, the Groot head, the, the sort of Abnett and Lanning, um, you know, more evilly kind of Groot head. I think uh, it's fantastic. So that'll be going on my display. Gamora is fantastic, but I'm going to talk about her in a future toy of the week. Um, I'm just, yeah, really impressed with all these figures. Yay. Well, good. Hmm. That makes me happy. Yeah. So thank you, good. sir. Yeah, no problem. Cool. No problem. It took a little longer than I expected, but it all worked out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, young Eddie, what about you? Uh, so I had my San Diego Maddie stuff arrive. So I was one of the lucky few that managed to get a Rotar and Twistoid uh, during the San Diego Comic Con sale on Maddie. Uh, so both of those figures arrived, and I also picked up a pack of Skeletor's hover robots, uh, which I quite like and enjoy. They come with uh, some stickers to put on of battle damage. Um, and the stickers actually work really well as you place them on. You don't get that sort of clear sticker uh, sheen to them. They seem to stick on and uh, work quite good, so I was quite happy with those. Oh, nice. uh, once again, thanks to one of our favourite co-hosts, Mr Nerd, I also received my Black Ant figure, and from our good friend Mike S, I also got in my uh, Ant-Man slash Ultron Marvel Legends wave of uh, Marvel Legends in here. And uh, I quite particularly like movie uh, Ant-Man. He's probably my favourite out of the group. <laughs> Very good. And cool. uh, Mr. Engineer Nerd? Yeah, I uh, was over at the Toy Pit, formerly Intergalactic Toys, and um, picked up a Common Rider 2 figure art. And they had one and three, but I didn't get those because while I was there, they're like, oh, we just got a whole bunch in our indie store. And uh, you want to see pictures of them? Uh. <laughs> so 
There you go. That's funny. Well, I have got my Guardians of the Galaxy set waiting for me at my post office box, and I haven't been in town in the last kind of week and a bit to get them, but I will get them on Monday. Yay! Um, I got my Mm. Ultron Marvel Legends wave from um, Micah as well. And I also got, I mentioned, I think on the last time I was on, that I u- finally used my sideshow reward points to get the um, <laughs> Star Wars 1-6 scale Biker Scout, and um, I got him, and uh, I have not even had time to open him yet. He's um, still sitting saying, let me out of the box. Mm-hmm. Um, but very exciting. I'm really looking forward to getting that Guardians of the Galaxy set on Monday. No. Nice. Yeah, that was one. I was like, oh, can can I avoid it? I have half of those ones already, and that, and now just hearing everyone talk about it and the Marvelicious Toys review podcast on them and all that, I'm I'm getting suckered in. <laughs> I grab them. Yeah, well, do it now because I expect that that's going to be one that will um, rise in uh, cost shortly. Mm. Wait till I buy it before you start telling Shh. other people. Okay. Shh. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, while um, Eddie rushes off to order the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy set, uh, we will take a short break. And, <laughs> and uh, now that's podcasting noise that you're allowed to make because it was funny, not just like <laughs> noisy clothing. Um, well, his pants are funny. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. They're funnier off than on, huh? All right. Um, the... Um, <laughs> sorry, Eddie. Okay. Uh, I just looked. <laughs> right, we're going to come back with a red card in just a moment. And it won't be Freddy's pants. <laughs> yeah. What is this bizarro world? Red Carded is the segment of the show where we poke fun at the weird things in our toy hobby. Uh, We haven't had one of these for a few episodes because we try to only hand them out when they're deserved, not just because. Uh, But I think that Eddie has found something that is very Red Card worthy this week. So over to you, Eddie. Tell us all about it. Thank you, Scott. So before I get into this red card, I do just want to stamp it with a bit of a timestamp. So this is a red card as of the moment we're recording it. Um, Just in case things change in the next month or two months or three months, I don't want someone coming back four months later and saying that this wasn't actually true because at the time of recording this, it is true. Yeah, like the the guy who... um... let, let the guy who's only on, you know, episode 18 at the moment, um, he'll come back, yeah. you know, like six years from now and go, nah. Okay, so good good disclaimer. No, that's not true. Yeah. We, we got plenty of those. Yeah. 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 Uh, so what it is is Hasbro Australia have uh, gone and made a commercial for Transformers Combiner War figures. Uh, so for those that don't know, the Combiner War uh, Transformer line is the Scramble City combiners. You get uh, different figures and you can build them up and make a giant robot. And in this uh, ad, you have Defensor fighting off against Menasaur and they promote these two characters heavily. The only problem is here in Australia, 
are similar to the Marvel Legends, we get our Transformers in selectively. So uh, we do get some in from time to time, but we don't always get all of them. And what we haven't got is the torso piece for defense or hotspot. Uh, so at the moment, you could pretty much go into any Kmart, pick up the limbs for Defensor, but you can't actually get the torso piece for him. So this ad promoting Defensor, uh, you can't actually get this character at all here in Australia, even though it's uh, the first Australian uh, Transformers ad. And one of the first real action figures ads we've had in a while, it seems to be a bit of a dying art, is the action mm. figure ad. Uh, and they've really gone out of their way. It seems to have a bit of budget. It's a complete CGI ad. Uh, but it's for something that we actually can't buy here in this country, <laughs> at least as of the time of recording this. Mm. The other character, Menosaur, you can buy all the pieces for here in Australia, but it's it was actually a very um, blink-and-you-miss-it run. So the limbs came out at the beginning of the year. Uh, a handful of Toy Worlds got them in, and I've also known that the torso piece, uh, their motor master turned up in a couple of targets and then disappeared right away um, about a month or two ago. So you couldn't even buy them at the exact same time and you're going to have a real hard trouble uh, tracking them down. I've actually haven't even seen any motor masters uh, in the wild myself, only um, what other people had posted finding the handful of. So you're putting these two characters in your ad that you just can't get here and that's why I think this is a red card. Brilliant. Oh. <laughs> well, isn't that what spo- advertising is supposed to do? Drive need? <laughs> Interest? Interest, oh, yeah. Oh, Yeah. Has, fine has, Hasbro Australia. Hasbro Australia, yeah. It's legendary. Legendary. Well, Eddie, I think that was a yeah. really good find. Um, and I think that's a, a very fair call for a red card. So Hasbro Australia, you can take that one and pin it on your notice board. And uh, we will be right back in a moment with the very exciting return of the AFB podcast Toy Dilemmas. Spike. And now, Spike, well, let's see how he then likes your... Skeletor, Spike Orr, and He-Man figures each sold separately. Spike No one can stop the spike-studded armor of the mighty Spike Orr. Not even me, you muscle-bound porcupine. Not even you, He-Man. Spike Orr is new from the Masters of the Universe collection. Other action figures each sold separately from Mattel. John is that kind of guy that, you know, if you were having a party and you needed uh, a party game... Um, you'd just ask him and he'd be happy to do it. Um, and you know, he comes up with great games like the AFB challenge, um, and great discussion topic ideas. And he also a while ago came up with a, a new, it's you know, not a game, but it's a bit of a discussion, um, starter challenge called Choi Dilemmas. And he is back with another one. So we're all mentally preparing to, you know, not sound too creepy when we answer and uh john i think it's time so over to you okay 
Well, I really appreciate it. And yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I, I like to use toy dilemmas to delve into the secrets that are locked in toy collectors' minds. <sighs> and, and Eddie's never done one of these, so we, we, may, we, we may uncover something. Because I think this is how we found out about some of some stuff in Adam's past one time, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Possible. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just going to start off. We'll, we'll throw an easy one out there. You've told your significant other you're no longer collecting Star Wars figures. On a trip to the store, you see a super articulated Admiral Akbar. It's superior to everyone you have. Do you buy it? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> she, she never believes me when I say that anyway, so... <laughs> Because we've been stretching the truth for so many years that a little bit longer won't make a difference. <laughs> yeah. At the moment, my significant other is Netflix, so I think I can get over this. And a bowl of Cheetos. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, I think that's three yeses across the board. Yeah, yeah four. Four. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm sure Ginger Prince is screaming into his uh, uh, yeah. iPod at the moment as he yes. listens to this. That of yes. course we'll buy it too. So let's make it five. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that. Yeah. Like I said, we'll start off with the easy one. Yeah. Okay. You spent 20 minutes in your toy room. You're packing up a large box of figures. You're sending them to a fellow collector. You seal the box. You attach the label. You place it by your front door so you don't forget it when you leave in the morning. You return to your collecting room. And you notice on the floor there's a tiny little knife accessory. Now, it's used with a number of figures, and it may or not may not belong to a figure that's in the box. What do you do? Uh, so I still have the box downstairs? Yes, but you've already <laughs> sealed it and everything. I'd, I'd probably open the box and go through the box and see if it's needed in one. Yep. I have actually... Have seen, it would depend on what the figure is. Like, if it was... Um, if I only had one figure that needed that knife and I could tell quickly that that figure has its knife and it's there, so it must be one in the box and I'd do that. But if it was like a Cobra Trooper one, then I have 20 Cobra Troopers four and all that need to dig through, I'd dig through the box at the door. Yeah. If I can <coughs> say if it was going to a buddy, I'd just send the box and then I'd say, Hey, I found a knife that may or may not belong in the box. Let me know if you think it, uh, belongs to something I sent you. However, if I was sending that box to someone who bought stuff off me from eBay, I'd definitely be opening that box up because, man, would they piss and moan if they didn't get it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I, I have done that so, exact so. thing. I've done that exact thing with a, a Batman, <laughs> some, yeah, some, some Batman stuff and then come back into the toy room and there's a tiny little freaking batarang sitting on the... <laughs> carpet and you're like god damn it um but yeah no i mean the one time that you kind of think um oh they won't notice will be the one time when you know they'll freak out so it's not worth it not worth it to not do it yeah yeah Yeah. i've had it where it's clearly marked on ebay as missing the accessory and then the they buy it and they receive it and then they come back and go oh i noticed it was missing this yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's why it said there. Oh, but could you have a look around and see if you can find it and then send it? Uh, yeah, if you have a spare one. Yeah. 
that question does not relate to your guardian set, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. I was impressed with the number of accessories that it came with, and um, I have to say, if there was something missing, I don't think I'd actually know. Phew, yeah, says John. It took a long time to <laughs> to uh, to uh, what, what do we call that when you twist the tray? Oh, oh. <laughs> they fling across the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pray lost. I, I think you, okay. we, we call that Scott opening anything. <laughs> I try to always open figure arts over my desk for that. <laughs> like over something and something that's clear of all other I, stuff. I just think like that's why they come with so many hands. Yeah, because like, you know, two or three, <laughs> two or three of them are going to end up under the desk. So you, know, you need at least twenty. Yeah. Yeah. And they can pick up some good speed if you, you know, <laughs> manage to flex it in the right, right angle. Yeah. I've actually been sitting at my my customizing desk and I was cutting the head off of sort of a large pin because I just needed the actual rod. I didn't need the sort of the bit on the top and I was using um, uh, side cutters to, to snip that off. And I was giving it some you know, real oomph and then suddenly it cut through, shot off, ricocheted off of the wardrobe door and, and took out my um, DC Universe Classics cheetah figure. <laughs> <laughs> I was just wow. sitting there stunned as she took a tumble off the shelf after being <laughs> beamed in the head by the top of this pin. <laughs> I wish you had video of that. that I thought cool. it was fantastic. That's My worst fun. nightmare with those things is when you drop something and the dog's right there and – because, um, like, my my younger dog in particular is so stupid, he'll eat anything. Like, so you're like, no. And then you're like, oh, my gosh, did, have I lost that? Is it – did the dog eat it or did – oh, <laughs> oh, oh can, can, can I make an addition to the dilemma we just had? Yeah. Sure. So, uh, Scott, you find the knife accessory on the floor and then the dog comes in and eats it. Do you then search for said knife? <laughs> it's gone. Uh, um, look, uh, it depends. I couldn't. I couldn't completely rule it out. Um, you know, They're for old people. Yeah, I, having having watched um, watched children's stool for various items, um, you know, etc. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Again, depends on how vital. Huh. Well, anyway. <laughs> yeah. We will. A word to the wise there. If Scott sends you anything, don't ask for accessories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't know where they <laughs> keep, keep your accessories, buddy. Just send me the figure. Yeah. That's right. Just um, <laughs> keep a nice... Yeah. <laughs> Try and keep a can of Glen 20 nearby just to... Um, Speaking of children, <laughs> you're in line at your local Jouer pour les enfants, and uh, the guy in front of you is pay- in line. He's paying for his Pokemon Pokemon cards and pennies, and it's taking forever. So there's an, there's an older lady in line with you, and you strike up a conversation with you, and she states that she only comes in to buy something for her six-year-old grandson. You notice that the item she has picked out is for a mature-rated video game, probably not age-appropriate. Do you say anything? Well, first yes. of all, they wouldn't be paying with pennies here because we don't have them. Um, but 
the, <laughs> our, our smallest coin is a five cent coin. Um, we got rid of one and twos years ago. Um, but yes, Dude. yeah, we had one and two cent mm-hmm. coins. Yeah. Um, but yeah, absolutely. I would. Oh, do you, do you have paper ones? Nope. No, no, we have one. Do you have a coin for one? Yeah. And two, we have a $2 coin and a $1 coin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, you're both of the, yeah. 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 You'd tell her. I would. T- oh, absolutely. I would tell her. Yeah. yeah it, it, if I was at the point of, um, striking up conversation and talking with her, then yeah, I would. Yeah. If I just, just that she had it in her hand, I'd just probably keep on walking. Yeah. She might like video games herself. I'm not going to judge. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> might not be for a grandson. Might be for her. No. Yeah, you know, you know, in the game, he's a you know mad serial killer, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I always wonder that because you know you get the uh, you know a lot of the NECA stuff. You know, it's it's very colorfully packaged. You know, like that Predator they had. And it's probably mm. you know not for the youngest of children, I would imagine. So. <laughs> Yeah, it could be hard to pick between, you know, like Gears of War and stuff like that. You don't quite know, you know where that falls in terms of mature. And- oh, yeah, like Gears of War. Yeah, those figures kind of almost look cartoony in a way. So mm-hmm. I could see that. All right. Um, you are visiting a local or another toy collector, and they show you a figure they're really proud of. It's a They call it a rare variant figure that they found at a flea market. However, you've seen the actual variant. This is a knockoff, and it's not really worth that much. Do you tell him? Oh, Eddie's conflicted. Yeah, I'd be very <laughs> conflicted. I'd be like, I I would probably be in that situation that my friends would know something's up just because conflicted face would appear <laughs> on me, and you know, it's it would be one of those ones where they're like, oh, it's rare, it's very valuable, isn't it? And it's like. Yeah, well, you know, it's only really worth, you know, what it's worth for you in the end, isn't it really? Yeah. And that that twig right away that I was being diplomatic and would then go into a rant about how you can tell and that uh, on the Galaxy Warriors figures they, um, you know, had different muscle sculpts on the back compared to the Galaxy Fighters and all that mumbo-jumbo. <laughs> I'm not as conflicted as Eddie. I'd just tell them. Uh, I spent years working in a comic book store, so I'm used yeah. to having people come in with their um, incredibly rare, perfect condition, Incredible Hulk number one, and uh, I had to tell them that it was a uh, you know a 1992 reprint giveaway. It's yeah. <laughs> uh, completely worthless. My favourite was someone came in with a Phantom number one uh, mm. for me to look at. With a photo cover of Billy Zane on the front. Oh no! <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'd, do it as, I'd certainly do it as diplomatic as I could, but um, yes, I, I think it's worth it because uh, you know you don't want them taking that to the bank. You know, it's for the, it's, you know their retirement. Yeah, it's it's funny. This is really funny because um, on one of the. Um, Facebook groups that I'm on, someone posted uh, things saying, oh, look at this, you know, I got this today, um, you know, it was only 40 bucks, and it's a, th- there's quite a few of these around, um, it's a knockoff of the Bowen um, astonishing X-Men Wolverine statue that there's a, there's a company out there that I won't name um, that they've got they do knockoffs of a lot of the 
Kotobukiya uh, artifacts statues mm. um mm. and then they've done this as well and i've seen it actually in person a couple of times and it's quite easy to tell like it's plastic it's not the the statue kind of thing but um you know when i, I did say you know just are you aware that that's actually a knockoff um and they got quite upset and defensive and you know i think in <laughs> in, in that context you know it's like look you know, I have I have issues, obviously, with that stuff because it eats away at mm. our hobby. Um, you know, that's what I was trying to say to this guy on the Facebook group that you know it is it's the kind of thing that you know from from the limited opportunities that we've had to to chat to people um, that do this stuff. You know, there's there's not stacks of money in it. Um, you know, a lot of these, yeah. Yeah. M- you know, most of these guys, they have got, you know, full-time jobs and this is something that they do as a hobby or for some extra income, etc. And so when you have people bootlegging them and then, you know, it's no different from downloading a movie. Um, you know, the, the, the creators aren't actually getting the, the benefit from mm. it and it, ultimately it steals from them. It makes them more, makes everything more expensive for us. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, but it depends on your, with, if it's a friend or someone who's really proud, it depends on your relationship with them, right? Like if it was a, an acquaintance or, you know, dad of a friend of one of the kids that you're just meeting once, I wouldn't, probably wouldn't say anything cause you wouldn't want to offend them, but yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd probably have to tell them. But yeah, mm. I'd be like Eddie. I'd be conflicted. Yeah. You don't want to. You don't want to kind of ruin their day. But also, if they think, yeah, that if if you think that they, if they think they've got something really valuable and you know it's not, then you, I kind of would feel like maybe I would want to tell them in case they could get their money back or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, we'll see if you've had this next one happen to you, Scott. Okay. I hope not. I okay. hope not. But. Um, you're at your local collectible shop. It's really super tight in the aisles. You know how those places are. Yep. You know, they, they try and cram everything in there. Um, you accidentally knock over a statue and break it. Okay. You guys with me? Yep. Mm-hmm. You offer to pay for it. The owner says, no, no, you're, you're a really good customer. I, I don't want you to do that. Don't worry about it. Okay. A month later, you see the statue on a clearance shelf due to the break. Do you buy it then? Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I would. I'm, I'm not a statue guy anyway, so I'd be a bit <laughs> yeah. reluctant to purchase yeah. to begin with. And there is, you know, depending on how said store operates and how they gain that statue, they potentially could return it and swap it through. So um, depending on the workings of the store, it might not be as bad for loss for them as you might imagine, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it would vary depending on. Yeah. I think for me that the guilt would be so much that I would probably end up buying another statue yeah, yeah, yeah. just to, just to help get over the guilt. And then, um, you know, I'd, I'd feel like that was some sort of payback. So I'd probably end up buying a full price statue to make up for the fact that I broke a statue and then I wouldn't feel the need to buy the, damaged statue no that makes sense yeah i me, me too okay. I, I i think that's um god i hope that never happens that gives me nightmares um <laughs> but yeah 
you know, mm. it is it's that really tricky thing of when you do have relationships with people, obviously, yeah. Um, I, I would certainly have done something to try to make up for it that would then make me probably feel like I wouldn't need to buy it on clearance. Cause like Eddie said, I mean, I do understand a bit about how these things operate. They would have ways, you know, unless it was a, um, vintage piece or something. If it was new, they'd have ways of being mm. able to deal with that. So, but I really hope that well, never if it's happens. Vintage, we, yeah. we know Eddie wouldn't buy it. That's right. If it's vintage, Eddie, Eddie would break it on purpose. <laughs> I'm banned from the vintage stores. Right? <laughs> this, this story gets a little more complicated because you don't buy it. Okay. A few months later, you're visiting a friend. You notice the statue. The brake's been repaired. You know it's the same statue because the number on the, the number on it is the year you were born and you remember it. <laughs> Your friend tells you he couldn't believe that a guy on a local trading group was selling it for retail price. Uh, Do you tell him? Uh, <laughs> well, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll throw this at you because this is actually mirrors something that happened to me. Happened to you? Yeah. Well, I sold. I sold a. Um, I sold a statue on eBay. It was a DC Direct. Um, older statue that I had bought on eBay. So it wasn't firsthand to me. And, um, when I, the guy got it, then he came back and said, Oh, look, um, I can, you know, there's, there's a break and repair on this. And you mm. didn't, you didn't say that in the thing. And I really, it was black, like it was in black boot, you know, kind of thing. And I just had not noticed, I'd never noticed it in the time that I'd had it. And, I was like, look, I am really sorry. I apologize. I'm happy for you to return it, or I'm happy to give you, you know, a bit of money back for it, whatever. And he was like, oh, well, look, I will, I don't want to, you know, return it, but I will take some money back because I'm pretty disappointed. Like, I wouldn't have bought it if I knew it was like that. And I thought, like, yep, that's fine. Because at that stage, you're trying to save your, you know, eBay um, feedback, right? Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, <laughs> I join a, um, you know, Facebook group back to the facebook groups again statue collecting facebook group and this guy's selling it for more than he originally bought it from me at before i gave him money back saying saying it has a it has a break in the boot but that's really common it happened to all the statues <laughs> uh, yeah yeah i may have called him out <laughs> i may have shocked Part, I, I I may have battered him with words in a way that only I am capable of. <laughs> I remember said discussion. <laughs> that was a someone is wrong on the internet night. <laughs> and that's how Scotty and Ben met. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I'd pretty much come clean. I uh, guilt always gets the better of me. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh my god, this is all my fault. <laughs> I, see, I, might, I, I might take the the more devious route and not tell my friend that I was the one who broke the statue. I would just point out that oh, that's been damaged and repaired and make it look like I was smart by noticing it in the small picture. 
<laughs> yeah, that, that'd probably be what I'd do. I probably wouldn't say that I was the one that broke it. I mm. would. I would. Mm. I, you know, I, my, um, <laughs> my, my whole um, humor is built around all the stupid things I do, so I probably would have told the story already. <laughs> yeah. So it would have been like, oh, my God, remember that story I told you about that statue I broke? That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you got it for retail. <laughs> Good on you. <laughs> would you like me to sign it? <laughs> Good. Okay. Good stuff. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see how uh, Scott does with this one if he's had this happen. You're at a local store, a big box store. You're in the bakery section. You're picking out a nice little cheesecake for a snack, you know. Um, and you notice they have a birthday cake that has an action figure stuck down in the middle of the cake. You guys with me so far? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Closer inspection shows this is a variant you've been looking for, and you've never seen it in the wild. It is packed one per case. Do you pay the extra $25 over the price of the figure for the cake? Well, $25 for an action figure is cheap here these days, so yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've already bought the cake you, you, while you were reading it out. Yeah. Yeah. Solves two problems at once, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, like a, it's a dream cake. That's like my fa- yeah. That would be my favorite store ever where I could get yeah. a cake with an action figure. Do, do you guys I do, want to become friends with the baker finding out? <laughs> do, the, do they do that down there? They put stuff in cakes? Like, not action figures. You might wish. get like a little PVC cheap Sonic from China type thing, but yeah. nothing. We, that, I know what you're talking about in terms of those kind of cakes that you can get from kind of grocery stores sort of thing, and that's not really a thing here. Like, uh, yeah, it's you, you can buy them, buy ready-made cakes, cakes at more kind of upmarket um you know places but they'd be a more expensive um sort of thing but that uh that kind of you know order your cake from walmart sort of thing is not a thing here uh, you guys probably don't remember those uh those barbie cakes where they would take a Barbie doll and build a big dress made out of cake around her do you <laughs> oh yeah no I I'd do, send them yeah yeah done but that was more a hobby thing here where people had seen pictures of it and they were replicating it yeah. than a store brought one. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, the Barbie... Had to get cake in it. Uh, the Barbie um, toilet roll holder, you know, things where you... Oh, those things freak me out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> huh? You knit, you know, the, the, uh, knit the dress. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you guys have to do... The thing where you turn them around so they wouldn't watch your pee? Yes. <laughs> I've heard a lot of people talk about doing that, and, yeah, that, that was definitely a thing I had to do as a kid. Yeah, that, that those creeped me out. We just discovered one of Eddie's <laughs> hidden phobias. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie's going to have nightmares tonight. Yeah. You know, yeah. dreaming. No, Dolls Barbie. are watching him pee. No, Barbie. <laughs> I've got a nervous yeah. bladder, Barbie. Turn around. Bring me some cake. <laughs> okay, I got I got one one last one here. You're at a yard sale with your five to six year old niece and nephew. They're going to visit you for a night. 
their parents are going out on the town. You'd said, hey, you know what? I'll, I'll watch them for a night. You see a you're at this yard sale flea market thing. You see a big medium sized box of uh, superhero toys. It's five dollars for the whole box. You think, OK, I'm going to go ahead and pay five bucks. Then they'll play with those. They won't play with all my good stuff and everything will be happy. Everybody following along? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. After about an hour, they come over and ask you if you have batteries for the funny-shaped rocket that is in the box. <laughs> what, what do you? What do you do? I have no idea what you're talking about, John. What? <laughs> are they are they new batteries? Um, they, they, <laughs> they just need new batteries to put in it so they can find out what it does well if i was if i was a a parent of little kids today i'd probably um take a photo of them with it and put it on facebook and instagram um <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah no i'd say oh I, uh, that- that's broken. I'll I'll throw that away for you. No, that oh, what a shame. It's broken. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> really, these days the kids would be telling me what it actually is. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. The uh, I, I was at a party once where a young child got into a bedroom. And found a, a sort of like a jelly toy of a butterfly uh, that she came out and was playing with in the lounge room and then said girl whose room it was noticed the butterfly uh, because it turns out this was a special butterfly that uh, took batteries and... <laughs> We had to take uh, this butterfly toy off her and um, take it away. And the girl seemed quite confused and devastated about why this uh, butterfly toy was taken off. Oh, my gosh. Uh. Wow. Well, see, at least you didn't have that one happen to you, Scott. No, definitely not. That was, it was not rocket shaped at least. It was just a lovely insect butterfly one. It was like the rubber ducky one. It just it looks innocent until you realize that it takes batteries. Hmm. I'm totally trying Would you scrub now. them down? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You should be scrubbing them down anyway. No, not that. I meant the kids. Kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I was just talking good hygiene. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh! What has happened to us? I'd, I'd probably get them to wash their hands. That's... Yeah. Oh wow! I'd, ben, and then I'd be like, you, "What? What? You, yeah, what's your favorite ice cream, kids?" I've <laughs> quietly moved along. <laughs> was anyone else expecting that question to go in a different way? I thought John <laughs> was astray. I was expecting him to go, and there was a yak face toy in the bottom of the thing. Yeah, <laughs> totally. He's like, oh, there's a different type of yak face at the bottom. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I was like. And then you discover there's a really rare thing, and no, no I had to, I had to throw a little twist in there for nice for good one. humor. <laughs> that's good. I didn't see that one coming. Nice uh, one. Oh, uh, well, I didn't mean it like that. Okay. 
Okay, we have to stop now. John, um, <laughs> John, thank you very much for most of those questions. Um, the, uh, it's always, always fun, always unexpected discussion. And, uh, we look forward to the next one. But right now we're going to come back and not just do feedback, but we're going to announce prize winners as well. Yay! Well, we love hearing from you. You can email us at podcast at actionfigureblues.com. You can like us on Facebook and post on our page. You can tweet at us at AFBlues. You can find us on Instagram, actionfigureblues. And uh, if you do contact us, you might just hear it read out. We've got some feedback tonight. And Ben, you have got our first piece of feedback. I do. One of our AFB forum regulars, uh, Cabball, has been absent for a bit, um, and he checked in with us just <coughs> recently to say, how's it going, guys? I'm still hiding out in the Middle East. Uh, I've been able to play catch-up on the podcast the last couple of weeks. It's been really enjoyable listening to the show. I miss my toy collection like crazy. me, my family too, but at least I can live vicariously through you guys. I've just finished F 181 and really loved Eddie's review of Snake Eyes. That figure is the best. Anyways, keep up the great work. I really appreciate your hard work. And we should probably just clarify that when he says he's hiding out in the Middle East, he's not an internationally wanted criminal. Um, He is actually a member of America's Armed Forces. So thank you very much, Cavball. And, uh, yes, hoping all is going well. Absolutely. Yes, please come home safe. Come home safe. Yeah, definitely. I I was was very – any time we get – a bit of feedback like this from a troop uh, overseas who takes the time to just listen to us and um, send something through. I'm always extremely touched. And um, I, I had a wonderful week. Uh, Kevin Smith compared me to Aquaman. I got to speak and <laughs> tell a joke to John Oliver and made him laugh. But um, actually reading this piece of feedback um, was probably what gave me the biggest smile on my Yay. face all week. So um, thank Thanks, Cavball. I'm glad glad you like the Snake Eyes review and might try and endeavour to do a few more G.I. Joe ones in the near future. Nice. Very good. And, uh, John, you've got some Twitter action to share. Yep. Um, wanted to thank uh, Rockmaster Angelo for retweeting the show this week, and I had said thank you on Twitter, and he had said in reply that it's the highlight of his Thursday whenever a new episode drops. So, um Always nice to hear that, Rock. Although um, some of your toy pictures lately, uh, they've been a little, uh, yeah, little odd, <laughs> a little scandalizing. Yeah, <laughs> very funny. But that's okay. It was still funny. Very good. I think well, there was an action figure in that picture. <laughs> well, I get to announce some prize winners. We um, recently, yay. Right. yay! It's none of you though. Oh, sorry. Um, we recently clocked over 20,000 likes on Facebook. Ridiculous. Wow. Um, thank you, everybody. 
and we had a little competition going when we got there. Um, we have a Marvel Legends Ant-Man um, from the Ultron Wave from our sponsor Max Comics and stuff to give away. And then we also have a uh, Entertainment Earth exclusive Sons of Anarchy Clay Morrow from our sponsor Bam Kapow to give away. And we asked for uh, people to tell us which one they would like and uh, why they should win it. And um, I've just chosen my favorite entry for each one as the winners. So the winner of the Marvel Legends Ant-Man from Max Comics and stuff is Liam McLeod. Your entry was awesome. And the Clay Morrow winner from Bam Kapow is Stephen Dolner. Um, great work. And we'll be in touch on Facebook to um, get your contact details so that our awesome sponsors can send you your awesome prizes. Um, thank you very Yay. much. Yay. And congrats to everyone on 20K of likes. We only have 223 thousand likes before we catch up with Sarah Michelle Geller's Facebook page. So <laughs> there's a goal. <laughs> that's that's my goal. Awesome. I'm gonna bring you down, Buffy. Good, good to know where down. we stand. That's so good. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. Okay, well um while we, you know, uh aim to take take over Buffy, um we might uh finish the show. It's going to take a lot of energy to, you know, slay slay the vampire slayer. So um, we better rest for a while, I reckon. Um, but uh, good show. Thank you, everybody, and good night. Good night. Uh, no, good night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not Ben's dentist. Just say hi to him. Yeah. Don't, don't have an appointment. It's money. Just go visit. Give them yeah. too much money. Yeah, too much money. Bye. The Action Figure Blues podcast can be found on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and downloaded direct at actionfigureblues.com by clicking on the podcast tab. If you do listen to us on iTunes, please take a moment to leave a positive rating and review. We also have an active fan forum at afbforum.com where you can join in with all of the hosts of the podcast and many other collectors to discuss news, new releases, old lines, and engage in trades and sales in a safe community. Please join us there. While you're at actionfigureblues.com, please don't forget to check out our sponsors like Mike's Comics and Stuff, ShelfLife.net, and the Pop Culture Superstore, who help keep our site running. You can also find us on Twitter at AFBlues and on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash actionfigureblues. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Modern Brick Warfare and ActionFigureBlues.com. Tonight, our toy of the week is the DC Collectibles Lois Lane bombshell statue, and our discussion topic is another installment of Toy Dilemmas. Action Figure Blues Peapod. <laughs> nice try, script bomber. You have to do better than that. To I hate me. that guy. Yeah, that guy. What a jerk. Okay, here we go. Bantering in five. Would have been funny though. Uh-huh. Four. Three. <laughs> Actually, don't go anywhere. I think I can swap without oh, I'll restart the call as well. What the hell?
Hey. Hi. Oh, that was a fail. I only got you. <laughs> what, I mean, me? no. <laughs> oh, Sorry. Oh. <laughs> oh. What I meant was. Well, John leaves, <laughs> no, and then all of a sudden no, I become. I get punched. Don't don't jump, Eddie. It's fine. I'm the one who stays. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I I bet that I dialed all three of you and the other two dropped you out. So you're the, like, you, you've got staying power, man. Yeah, meant to make beeping noises when you back up your comments that quickly. Yeah. Beep. So, Eddie. Mm-hmm. You, you, you're sounding all weird, buddy. <sighs> yeah, you're all sounding... Right. Um, like you're in a really empty room, like you're sitting on a can or something. No, I'm not doing that. He did tell me that he might try that. <laughs> I did. No, I had my um, ensuite door open. In terms of echoey room, though, I'm in the same room I always use. Okay, now you sound better now. You just sounded a bit far away from the mic a moment ago. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, am I further or is that different? Now I am near. <sighs> Now I am far. How's that? <laughs> Much better. Much better. Oh, John. Just ignore them. <laughs> Just ignore them and they go away. Eddie's not old enough to get that anyway. <laughs> That's a um, Sesame Street. Oh, wow. Very good. I know, I know my Sesame Street, man. 